Hey, and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today, in our devotional journey through the New Testament, we are in John chapter 11. Now, this is a great chapter. Jesus, he he's this is the, the, the chapter where we hear his I am the resurrection and the life phrase. This is where his friend Lazarus is dead. Uh, this is the chapter where we find Jesus crying or weeping over, over death, over the reality of death, over the reality of sin in the world. And, uh, and where I want to start is actually chapter 11, verse 17. And I want to see the interaction between Jesus and Lazarus's sister. And so let's jump in, starting in verse 17. We're going to go all the way to verse 27. This is not the entirety of this narrative, but it's a, it's a good chunk of it. And it's the chunk that, that I think today we can dig into a little bit deeper. And so here's where the text begins. Verse 17 says, Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now, what do we know then? His body is decomposing. He is, he is uh, the, the rigor mortis is setting in. He is, he, he's dead. He's, he's really dead, right? Verse 18 Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Says Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now she's declaring she believes Jesus has the ability to heal him when he was sick says, but even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. So she's got this this long distance vision, this long distance hope that Jesus will, in fact, at the very end, in the last days, when he resurrects all the saints, he will resurrect Lazarus. And so she's consoled. She takes hope in that. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the son of God who is coming into the world. Now, there's just so much about Jesus in this text that we can just rejoice in and that we can learn and that we can consider. I want to zero in on on this phrase to start. Jesus' words. He says, I am. We've seen him again and again. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. Here, I am the resurrection and the life. Simply put, Jesus is saying that, that life and resurrection are found nowhere else except in him. All those who have hope that they will experience resurrection to eternal life, that they will experience a resurrected body, that they will have an eternity with God, this life and this resurrection, all those who want that, there's only one place, only one person that we find that in. And we find it in this person, Jesus Christ. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And how do we experience this? He says, whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. So this is this is how one experiences it. If we're willing to believe in Jesus. Now, who is Jesus? Well, according to these few verses, we start with Jesus is the resurrection. Jesus is the life. And he says, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. This is eternal life. Then he asks her, do you believe this? <clears throat> and her response 
we, we, we learn more about who Jesus is. She said to him, yes, Lord. So Jesus is resurrection, life, Lord. He, he is master. He is, he is the boss. He is the authority. He is, he is the superior one. He is the one who rules and reigns over resurrection, life, Lord. Uh, she says, yes, Lord. I believe you are the Christ, the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the King who is to come. She says, I believe that you are the the coming Messiah. You are the Christ. And then additionally, the Son of God. This is John's goal, that we will believe that Jesus is the Son of God and by believing, have life in his name, that you are the, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. I mean, just these these few verses, 25 through 27, they are jam-packed with what we would call Christology, knowing who Christ is, knowing the truth about who Christ is, resurrection, life, Lord, the anointed one, the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God, and the one who is going to come into the world. This is who Christ is. And this all, all of these phrases, all of these descriptors, they're, they're, they're jam-packed into this story where Jesus' friend Lazarus has died, the, the brother of Mary and Martha. And Jesus is on his way to go and to resurrect him from the tomb. He, he is going to prove that he is, in fact, the resurrection and the life by taking someone who is dead and resurrecting him out of the tomb, resurrecting him out of death into life. Now, this is great for Lazarus short term because he, he, he will eventually die again. But this is even better for us long term because we, when we die, we are promised that we will have a resurrected and eternal body, that we will live forever. Even though we die, we will live and we will never die again. Uh, this, is this, this is the truth of those who trust in Christ we, we, we die once and are born twice. We're born again. We're born this natural birth. We're born again. And we will not experience the second death, the eternal death, but we will live forever. The opposite of that has been true. Those who are without Christ, they are born once, but they will die twice. They will experience the physical death, but then they will also experience the eternal death away from God. See, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Through Jesus, we find new birth. Through Jesus, we find eternal life. It always comes back to Jesus. So what is the the ancient way for our modern day with, with this text? Well, as we are very accustomed to hearing, the ancient way for our modern day is, is to believe. To believe in who Jesus says he is. To trust in who Jesus says he is and what Jesus has accomplished for us, us through his death and his resurrection. We are given eternal life and we are given the promise of resurrection. This is simply a call to believe. This is simply a call to trust in the, the fullness of Christ and, and rejoice in who he is and the promises we have in him. So today... What, what I want to encourage you to do as you listen to this text, as you read this text, as you read the rest of, of John 11 and the rest of the story of Lazarus, what I want you to do is simply to, to thank Jesus that he is your hope. To thank Jesus that in him you have the promise of resurrection. What I hope you do is that you would believe that Jesus is the Christ, 
the Son of God. Will, will you turn this video off, take some time, and, and just prayerfully thank the Lord for who he is and for what he has done and for what he promises to do.